I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Means Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. Do you find, and I think I talk about this all the time, but I find that if you ask people to make a 10-year goal, it's tiny, right? So like people, people don't, they can't cast vision to 10 years. That's big enough. Yeah, I agree. Um, but if you ask them to make a one-year goal, it's going to be way too big to be, to be available. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, try to, yeah. We always go we for that 10-year asking. goal and then we go back. We back yeah. into the one year. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, when I try and challenge people with that 10, 15, 20 year goal, they really, mm-hmm. really struggle with that. We do. And um, you're right. You know, I've worked with a couple of companies recently and they, they're almost achieving their 10 year goal in two, two and a half years. Just, Which you know, just because they didn't think big enough. Yeah. So, what are the Ironman principles that you use um, from your book? Yeah, so the, the principle that I call um, MIA. So the M is for mindset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every day, either in business or in personal life, we're always going to come up with some challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you have an injury, whether you have some type of personal challenge, health, or whatever. And it's really how you deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can either go two ways, you can either just let that stop you and create that barrier for you. Mm-hmm. And, and you just get sucked into that negativity. You know, we've been all went through these challenges with the COVID over the last year mm-hmm. or so. And you, know, you either get, yeah, you either get stuck into that negativity or you just push through it mm-hmm. and you almost just take that as a look, you know, you either go around it or you jump right over that challenge. Mm-hmm. So you know, mindset, I think, is huge. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier about your mindset about achieving bigger and better goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. And then, you know, the second part of that is uh, the I, which is being intentional. Mm-hmm. I think I find that, you know, most people wake up in the morning and they'll immediately jump into their phone and they'll look at their emails, they'll look at their social media, and suddenly their, their brain is just spinning. And that tends to almost set their day for them because they just get caught up in all that small minutia stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm more about really planning what's going to happen in your day mm-hmm. and setting almost mini goals that I want to mm-hmm. try and achieve by the end of the day. And I'm almost constantly looking at four, five, six times a day. Mind their yeah. hair. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh, does, it, does it work for you? Oh, my gosh. Taking the time to just sit down and, like, write what needs to, like, what goals I need to achieve every day. Is yeah. taking the time to just sit down and like write what needs to like what goals I need to achieve every day is yeah. significantly changed what gets done around here um, and how I feel at the end of the day about yeah. what happened because it's so easy to just hop into the inbox um, and deal with all the little stuff that really doesn't need a you know an immediate reply or anything like that like we could i could spend all day in my inbox getting you know client needs this client has a question about that you know steph needs this blah blah blah. if i sit down (laughs) and intentionally say this is what needs to happen today um 
we use we use the whole firm. We use a we use a program called Gears that my coach teaches. Um, okay. So it's your goals, your events for the day, your actions, when you're going to rest, um, or when you're done, and then how you're going to take care of yourself that day. Um, and it's just G E, you know, Gears all the way down. I just stick it right in my planner. I the whole team has the same planner. That's awesome. Um, and we all, because it's five letters, it's five spaces in each day. <laughs> it works perfectly. Um, and I know if I have a ton of events, I'm not going to get a touch. I'm not going to really get any large projects done. But it, I've I've learned that by sitting down and doing this every day um, or every work day. And it's been a game changer. So let's talk about your book, The Iron Man Mindset for Entrepreneurs. Um, at what point in your Ironman training did you realize it could be applied to business owners? Uh, afterwards. <laughs> uh, I, I always had the goal of you know, writing my book. My dad's written a bunch of books, so and it was just one, one of my bucket list items. Mm-hmm. And I, when I started to think about what type of book, I then started to, you know, this, I was at the tail end of my Ironman career. And I just started to think about some of the um, parameters and similarities between the two, mm-hmm. you know, starting off with, you know, I had no idea at the beginning when I first moved into playing rugby, I then started to do a bit of running and I had no concept whatsoever to do an Ironman race because my swimming was horrible. I mean, I literally could, I could swim one length of the pool and breaststroke. That, that would be me. <laughs> you know, you, you imagine a big rugby guy who's, you know, 200 odd pounds, mm-hmm. legs sinking. Yeah, that, that was me. So, you know, I, I, I suppose I started to think about, well, maybe I'll start off with a sprint. Maybe I'll start off with a, a, a Olympic distance. And then once I've built up that confidence, then I start to think, well, okay, where am I going with this? Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, I decided to do my first Ironman in 2009. But it's the same in business. I think a lot of people maybe either lack of confidence or they just know, know they're in their comfort zone and are not thinking big picture enough. Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically what I try and do now is I try and encourage people to think about getting outside their comfort zone mm-hmm. and where they're going in the future. Can that's you get 50% growth, 100% growth? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Like that big, hairy, audacious goal. Yeah, I mean, I found by surrounding myself with really good people mm-hmm. that, yeah, I did make a lot of mistakes. But I think once I started to run myself by other business owners and mentors that I, I quickly made less mistakes and my mm-hmm. business started to scale up. So, yeah, I was definitely lucky to not fail at a bunch of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's what I enjoy doing now is I, you know, I'd like to share what I've learned through my years to other business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just what I've decided is my, my calling in life. I get it. I, I understand. That's part of the reason we do this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you kind of just touched on that, but let's talk about the growth of that company. What were some of the game changing decisions you made that allowed you to scale up so quickly? Yeah, probably two main things. Um, one being uh, finding the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people complain about you know getting any people to fill their vacant positions, but you know back in it was probably ten years ago or so, I, I realized there was no way I was going to be able to 
keep growing the business the way I was, relying on me, because I, I was really hands-on. So yeah. I brought on probably two or three real key people, and I coached them over a two or three year period, and they became senior leaders in my company. And so, yeah, they, they eventually became branch managers, and they, they ran the company for me. I just came in and coached them. And um, almost like my, what I suppose my underlying message to them was, treat this like your own business mm-hmm. but, but you don't have you know the the failure part because you've got all this money behind you you've got this expertise behind you so treat this like your own business go out and take some risks take care of your clients mm-hmm. and then and then excuse me the other part was really putting some um, parameters around what their kpis were mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at things like the revenue. We looked at things like labor numbers. So just really put what are their, their KPIs or the critical numbers that we could measure their success. Mm-hmm. So that just allowed them to, again, be creative, but still stay within those parameters. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today, please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant.